guys. Ashley here from Awakening Spaces. Uh, Awakening Spaces is a full service interior design and consulting firm, and we help people who have been impacted by mold create safe and nurturing spaces. So we wanted to come here today and talk to you a little bit about um, rebuilding after you've been exposed to mold, right? Your toxic bucket is likely pretty high. You are not feeling well and you want to understand what are the next steps I need to take to either rebuild after remedi remediation or move into a new home? Um, what are some things to consider? First, I want to start by saying that there's a couple of things to consider when we're um, trying to determine our next steps. And I think a common misconception is that moving into a new home, and a, a, I say new home meaning a new build, right? A brand new build to escape mold is not necessarily always the answer. New builds can be moldy too. How does this happen? It happens because wood on site can be improperly stored and become moldy during the storing process, or maybe the wood was brought on site already moldy. Additionally, something to consider is that the construction process in general is a really wet process. Um, we're using glues and adhesives and caulking and we're pouring concrete and we're doing all these things that are wet, we're painting. And so, what can happen is moisture can get trapped in our walls um, because we're not giving the build enough time to cure, enough time to dry. And so now we're trapping moisture in our walls, which can also lead to a mold problem in the future. So these are something to consider when you're thinking of um, looking into a brand new build. If you have the ability to start at the beginning and you know, have some say on things that need to happen during this process, um, that would be awesome. You might have some flexibility. You'll be able to talk to people on site. Um, I also always highly recommend getting an inspector to come in and do a on-site inspection for mold prior to closing up the walls. That's not something that they're actually inspecting during the, you know, traditional inspections that are done during construction. The other thing to consider with um, new builds is off-gassing. So at this point, we're trying to find a place in which we can heal. We're trying to limit our exposure to toxins so that we can start emptying our toxic bucket. Um, you know, the t start emptying the toxins that we've been exposed to from mold and detoxing. With off-gassing, um, well, with new builds, the building materials that are used are conventional building materials that have chemicals. They have chemical compositions, you know? And these chemicals can off-gas um, at room temperature. And so what that means is it's the release of these chemicals in a gas gaseous form at room temperature. So especially in a new build, we might find that we're having very similar symptoms to mold um, because we're actually getting exposed to all these chemicals and we're breathing those in. So it's really important to use products that have a lower chemical content or are natural materials that have um, 
a lower rate of off-gassing. There are some natural materials that do off-gas, so you have to sort of be conscious about that as well. But more times than not, um, natural is going to be better. Natural is going to be healthier. So, um, when we are building, we want to consider the VOCs in the products. Additionally, something to consider is SVOCs. So SVOCs are similar to VOCs, except for they're heavier. So as products degrade, they actually release SVOCs. And these are ultra fine particulate that end up in our dust. So how can we be exposed to SVOCs? Um, we could, if it winds up in our dust, we could, you know, be touching something, putting our hands in our mouths, especially little kids. Um, if we are dusting, it could stir things up and things could end up in our breathing zone. So we want to avoid products that have high chemical content. And something else to think about is it's not just the finish itself that is creating you know, this issue. Really, every single thing that is used to build a house has some sort of chemical content. And so it's really about looking to see what products can we find a healthier, healthier version for. And they are out there. There are better options for almost everything. The mortar and the mastic and the grout and the sealers and the caulking and the adhesives and the drywall and the paint and the insulation and um, the MDF and the plywood and the things that we are not really seeing on the surface of the finished product, but are really contributing to the indoor air quality after the building has been built. So those are some things that you really want to consider when you're renovating um, or if you're building new. Materials that we encourage are natural materials. So a lot of people are also afraid of wood and, and, and some other natural materials at this point, right? Because they're, they're worried that, you know, wood can grow mold. Well, the truth is any material can grow mold. Any material, even a vinyl, even metal, all of these materials can grow mold. And it's not about the material, it's about the strategy that's in place um, so that we can create the right conditions so that mold does not grow. Another material that we get a, lo a lot of questions about is carpet. Is carpet healthy? Is carpet good? Um, we personally don't love carpet because Conventional carpet, synthetic carpet, it can off-gas like crazy. It's one of the most toxic products out there. And it's not even necessarily the carpet itself, but the padding, the underlayment, and the way that it's installed, right? So for somebody who is gung-ho and needs to have carpet, there are healthier options. We Going, going back to um, natural is going to be healthier. Uh, we would recommend using a wool fiber carpet and a natural latex pad, right? Um, so that we can at least minimize some of those synthetic chemicals that are going to be in the carpet. There's going to be extra maintenance, extra cleaning, right? You're going to have to vacuum it 
regularly. You're going to have to make sure that when you do vacuum it, you're going over it multiple different times um, in different ways, right? So you'll vacuum it um, 10 times going one direction and then 10 times going the other direction. Otherwise, um, you're not really even making a dent in what the carpet is acting as a reservoir for, right? There's toxins and there's dirt, there's dust, there's all dead skin cells, dust mites, all these things are um, have the ability to live in the bottom of the carpet and they get trapped in there. So that's really why we don't love carpet. Um, even the natural version still has the ability to trap these toxins and act as a reservoir. So we uh, try to encourage people to select solid materials that are easier to clean, easier to maintain. However, if you wanted something soft or a little more comfortable underfoot, you could go with a carpet. Another really great option that um, is um, a hard and sort of a soft surface that can replace carpet is cork. Cork is a really great building material. It's healthy, um, it's soft underfoot, it has a similar acoustic property as carpet. And so it could be a really great swap if you're looking for something soft and comfortable underfoot, but want to make a healthier choice for your home. So this is a lot of information and there's a lot of things to consider when we're building a home, not only just the materials that we're using, um, not only just the finishes that we're using, but how are these finishes being put together? We want to consider those materials as well. Um, but also the strategies that are in place, right? So if we are remodeling or rebuilding to avoid mold, the most important thing we can do is look at what strategies are we putting in place to make sure that we are create not creating an ideal environment for mold to grow. Um, these are all things that we can help you through. Um, and it's very unique to every home and every individual. Your tolerance level may be different than your neighbor. So um, when we're working with people one-on-one, -on -one, we're looking at what is your tolerance level? What are your health issues? And how can we work around that to create an environment that's going to be healthy for you? Um, we guide you through how to test things and, um, you know, what strategies need to be in place um, and what strategies you have available to put in place for your home. You know, not every strategy will work on every single home. So um, it's important to understand that our homes are unique, just like we are. And um, there's just special considerations for each one. So um, yeah, again, I know this is a lot of information, but I wanted to share just a little bit with you on some of the things to be aware of when we are considering rebuilding from mold um, and trying to move back into that place um, where we can heal again. So if you want to connect further, um, you can always reach out to me on my Instagram at, at Awakening Spaces or feel free to head over to our website, www.awakeningspaces.com, where we have a lot of additional resources and we're going to be growing those resources a lot in 2022. So thank you so much for listening. Um, good luck on this journey. And again, feel free to reach out if you have um questions that are unique to you. And we'll talk to you soon.